1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Monday to you, Andrea Kay here, dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy like I do every day on drive time here, 6 to 7 p.m., coming at y'all from the awesome AM 1170 studios, and joining me today on this Monday and every day, well, almost every day, he won't be here Thursday and Friday because he thinks he's going to take a couple days off, but he's with me today and tomorrow Wednesday, and it's DJ Carrot Sticks. What could be better than Carrot Sticks? Nothing. Nothing. You mean uh, nothing could be better than the figurative carrot stick, since that's not really the orange item you eat daily, my friend. Anything orange I like. Yeah. <laughs> um, congrats to DJ Carrot Sticks, by the way, who actually won a raffle and won, it won a really amazing item over the weekend. Super excited for him. Yes, adding another bike to my collection of bike cruisers, lowriders. Yeah. Love it. Custom frame. Poison Ivy's coming to San Diego. Awesome, baby. Excellent. It'd be cool if you could ride that thing up and down around Comic-Con. That would be cool. That'd be very cool. I'll have to post a couple pictures on your page so yeah, listeners can see it. that would be awesome. Hey, um, what's going on with you guys? What do you think? Question of the day. Did President Trump go too soft on Putin today? I was uh, really dis- disappointed. Uh, I was not disappointed in President Trump's performance, but I was really disappointed by people that piled on him. I want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. We're going to talk about the summit, the Helsinki summit uh, today. We're going to talk about that. when And also, uh, speaking of the summit, y'all familiar with the name Browder? Anybody know who Browder is? Browder? Browder? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's a name you might want to um, get familiar with. And Charles Ortel, who is back on the Andrew K. Show, it's been a while since he was here, but Charles Ortel, to refresh your memory, is the man who's done more to investigate the shenanigans, the fraud that is the Clinton Foundation. He's going to be here to talk about that. Later on in the show, our gal Jen Kearns is going to be here. She's got some facts, some facts about Trump and Putin and Russia. And what he's actually done with them, you're going to want to stay tuned for Jen. And then a little later in the show, uh, we've we've almost got our own little Putin here in San Diego. Wait till you hear what our local mayor has cooked up uh, for the neighborhoods and for homeowners here in San Diego. This one just really uh, kills me. But anyway, d- definitely want to hear from you, 888-344-1170. Follow me on Twitter and on Facebook. That's really where uh, the magic happens uh, during the show. But, oh, my gosh, we got to start with uh, Trump and Putin today. Oh, my gosh, Trump didn't go all nationalist. Oh, my gosh. I mean, isn't that what so much? The very people who have hated Trump and called him isolationist, called him Islamophobic and xenophobic and every other phobic word they could because he's pro-American, is upset today and calling him a traitor for not propping up our corrupt, statist, weaponized intelligence agencies who think we're too unintelligent to see how traitorous they've been and how traitorous that organization is. 
We know that they are operating now as they have been before on behalf of Hillary Clinton and the DNC. That's, that's a fact. And the gnawbony, in fact, the gnawbony and the hysteria today over Trump and whether or not he was going to, that actually started over the weekend. It started after Rosenstein came out with his lowball, meaningless indictments on Friday, which was all a setup for President Trump today. And so President Trump was in a, in a lose-lose situation today uh, in many respects. And so it, it, it's a head-scratcher to me. Some of the people piling on today and criticizing President Trump, we expected that. We expected that from John McCain. We expect that from Lindsey Graham. We expect that from all the never-Trumpers. But I was actually... And, and the Never Trumpers, in their own sense, you know, during the primaries, did everything they could to frame President Trump and to set him up for a coup attempt. I mean, they've been they've been hoping that the Democrats were going to go and were going to use their weaponized state in order to take him out. Um, but I was really disappointed to see Newt Gingrich and others pile on. Um, it, it has he forgotten? I mean, it hadn't been that long. I know Newt's getting up there in age, but it hadn't been that long since Peter Strzok and Rod Rosenstein uh, sat before Congress and showed the world the contempt that they have for this country, contempt they have for the rule of law, contempt they have for President Trump and his voters. And why? Because they know that President Trump is pro-American. They know that what President Trump wants to prop up is this country. In fact, today, Lisa Page was there behind closed doors. You know, she was a part of this whole framing of President Trump, the illegal spying activity that's gone on. I mean, what did they expect him to do there today? Prop up the same intelligence community that is currently obstructing justice? After attempting to frame him with Russians, I might add, among others, they illegally spied on him and his campaign with the help of his opposition, Hillary Clinton, who coincidentally is the one who claims Russia hacked her while she still hasn't handed over the servers. And then uh, the same the same intelligence community launched a coup attempt based upon a Russian collusion that never happened. That's ridiculous that he was expected to prop up that intelligence community, because you know what? Trump is not about government institutions. He is about America. That's what he's focused on propping up. And that's why Americans voted for him. I mean, to expect him to show unconditional devotion to a government department is a little too USSR for my taste. So much so that it really kind of shows who's really kind of soft on Putin, at least on the ideology that Putin shares. And to think that that weasel John Brennan had the nerve to call Trump a traitor. John Brennan is the one who actually voted hat tip to Sebastian Gorka for reminding us of this today. Uh, John Brennan is the one who actually voted for a communist in 1980. In fact, when he was up for for nomination, he was scared he was going to get asked that question. Which really begs the question, how in the world we ended up with a CIA director who in 1980, at the height of the Cold War, voted for a communist. Then... In the summer of 2016, while still acting CIA director, this man who called President Trump a traitor today, this man actually went before the annual conference of ISNA, the Islamic Society of North America, unindicted co-conspirator in the Holy Land Foundation trial, and said to them, I'm not here as the head of the intelligence operations in the United States. Uh, I'm here as your friend. What? That's who called President Trump a traitor today? You know, I'm, I'm with President Trump. I'm more concerned with the 13 alleged Americans that Mueller hired 
in their coup attempt. I'm more concerned with them as well as all the rest of the corrupt anti-American weasels in the FBI and the DOJ, which includes Sessions, by the way. I'm far more concerned with them than I am 13 Russians with fake Facebook accounts. So what? There was these 13 Russians on Facebook trying to persuade us. I mean, you know, people all over the globe. I've got, I've got I know people in Canada. I see uh, people that I know. Everybody around the world, thanks to social media created by the United States, by the way, is trying to persuade Americans what to do and how to think. And, and that's what we do. The real enemies that we face in this country right now are in our own shores. They're far, far more. In fact, I think it was Hillary Clinton who said in the debate in October of 2016, the greatest threat to our democracy is those that will not accept the outcome of a free and fair United States presidential election. And that's exactly what's going on here. It's the only thing I agree with Hillary on. We've got people, our top law enforcement agency in our intelligence communities, that are literally refusing to accept the outcome of the election. They're operating on Hillary Clinton's behalf. That's why she's going around talking about 2020. She knows she's, she's getting away with everything. She also, on, on top of getting away with the felonious email scheme, I mean, that investigation was as legitimate as Meg Ryan's face. She got away with the felonious email scheme, which involved, oh, they're so concerned about hacking? What about her felonious email scheme in which she transmitted cl- not just classified information, but 22 SAPs? These are such high-level classified pieces of intelligence that four-star generals have to get a lie detector test before they see each one. And she had that going across her server. Where's the indictment, Rosenstein, for those who hacked into her email server? Because we know they were hacked. Comey admitted such in front of Congress. She also got away with, let's see, um, the same Rosenstein who let her get away and others who let her get away with the felonious email scheme. Also let her get away with the sale of uranium one to who? Oh, yeah, Russia. How about the Clinton Foundation and the pay-for-play scheme? Judicial Watch found 400 emails, 400 emails that involved Huma Abedin, the Clinton Foundation, and Hillary Clinton as Secretary of State that were blatant pay-to-play schemes. Blatant. She got away with that as well. Look at the obstruction of justice with Loretta Lynch. Look at Comey and others in terms of leaking. All of this has gone on with our FBI and our Department of Justice, and Trump is supposed to stand up there in front of the world and prop them up? The critics are saying, well, it's separate what's going on with him and the accusations, the investigation of collusion, collusion versus whether or not Russia actually meddled in the election. No, they're not, because the Democrats, the accusation was that the uh, that any evidence of Russia meddling proves that Trump colluded. You can't separate the two. The Democrats haven't separated the two. They have been using any evidence that Russia meddled against President Trump. Remember the spy? Remember the dude that, that supposedly set up Papadopoulos? They feeding him, planting evidence about Russia? So, no, you can't, you can't separate the two. So Trump was smart. You could see that he was struggling a little bit in terms of how he was going to articulate it. But Trump was absolutely dead on to not stand up before the world and prop up a weaponized corrupt intelligence agency here in the United States, as well as to validate something that would come back to bite him and implicate him in the end. He did the right thing today. But let me know what you think. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk to Charles Ortel because... We want to find out who this Browder person is and what's going on with the Clinton Foundation and John Brennan. 
You know what? Brendan might have, might have should have kept his trap shut today. But don't you keep your trap shut. Give me a call. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Halley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. People who consistently do what's right can be hard to find these days. Larry Elder here, the sage from South Central, with my good friend Aaron, founder of California Deluxe Windows. Aaron, you represent this ethic. That's why I've recommended you to my friends, and they love the work you've done for them. Thank you, Larry. Coming from you, it really means a lot. You are one of the smartest people I know. So, friends, if you are looking for new windows and doors, take Larry's sage advice and call California Deluxe Windows. We'll take great care of of you, just like we did Larry's friends and family. Thanks, buddy. For the highest quality custom windows and doors made right here for you, call Aaron at California Deluxe Windows. Ask about getting 20% off your entire order and one year of interest-free financing. That's California Deluxe Windows, 888-NEW-WINDOWS. 888-NEW-WINDOWS. He will indeed say, Your house can be covered with potato chips, and we wouldn't crack one. CSLB number 774518. Some restrictions apply. United American Mortgage, NMLS number 1942. Subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. Don't overpay for your VA loan. Here's veteran Sonia Hadley honoring your well-deserved benefit. It really bothers me when I see active military and veterans, especially older veterans, overpaying for their VA loan. I spoke to a couple of retired Navy pilots. They were both in their 80s. They paid over $16,000 for a rate that shouldn't have cost them any points. Another veteran is paying 4.25% for a loan I could have got him for 3.75%. That half percent could cost him over $100,000 over the life of the loan. That is not okay. That is not how we should treat our veterans. If you don't call Sonia, you're paying too much for your VA loan. Don't get too deep in the process with another lender without a second opinion from Sonia. She even comes to you. Call me at 833-MY-VA-LOAN before the rates go up. 833-MY-VA-LOAN. That's 833-MY-VA-LOAN.
As people improve the cybersecurity on their computers, the thieves are turning back to stealing from mailboxes. The old-fashioned mail phishing. Thieves use things like sticky rat traps tied to strings to get envelopes out of, uh, of mailboxes. So many threats in today's world. It takes one weak link for the bad guys to get in. That's why you got to have LifeLock in your corner like I do. I so love having that, that peace of mind from LifeLock Identity Theft Protection, and they've added the power of Norton Security to help protect me against threats to my identity and my devices that I can't easily see or fix on my own. If there's a problem, their agents are going to work to fix it. I love these guys. No one can stop every cyber threat, prevent all identity theft, or monitor transactions at all businesses. But new LifeLock with Norton Security can see the threats you might otherwise miss on your own. Go to LifeLock.com or call 800-LIFELOCK and use the promo code Gallagher to get an additional 10% off your first year. It's a great offer. Promo code Gallagher for an additional 10% off. LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Question the jet. Question of the day. Do you think that President Trump made a mistake today in his Helsinki summit? A lot of people do. A lot of conservatives. They think, think he went too soft on Trump. 888-344-1170. Uh, joining me now to talk about... Um, there was a press conference today. A lot of questions that didn't get asked. If we had real journalists, they would have asked a couple questions, particularly about uh, Miss Hillary. Joining me now to talk about that is the man who's done a lot of investigating on that Clinton Foundation. It's Charles Ortel. He is an investor, a writer, and a top investigator of uh, specifically Clinton Foundation. Hey, Charles, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me back on, Andrea. Yeah. Um, so what jumped out at you before we get into it, this, uh, the press conference today? Your take on it. Well, I think the Trump administration, now a, a year and a half almost into uh, almost having control of uh, the levers of power, uh, has made great strides in uh, peeling back the, uh, the horrible uh, actions of the deep state, and in particular of the Clinton allies, not simply in the 2015-2016 election cycle, but going well back over the long period that Vladimir Putin is so concerned about, 1992 going forward, where elements in our deep state um, were extremely aggressive towards the former Soviet Union states and, and Central Europe, and where the United States, I believe, reneged on promises that had been made to the Soviet Union about the degree to which we would push eastward. In that environment, people like Mark Rich and this fellow uh, later Browder, Bill Browder, who was mentioned today in the press conference, um, unfairly took advantage of the Soviet Union as it blew up and of these Eastern European states. And basically, I would argue, stole hundreds of billions of dollars uh, in mispriced privatizations and other financial transactions, which then were laundered back to politicians in both parties. This is a long-running 30-year war against the average American the average worker in the civilized world. And Donald Trump is exposing his piece of it from an American base. Um, and so the thing that leapt out today, the biggest reveal that I saw was Vladimir Putin saying that this fellow, Bill Browder, may have sent, using our intelligence services, $400 million to the Hillary Clinton campaign. Now, how do you imagine they might have done that? My guess is if they did do it, they laundered it through the Clinton Foundation, whose controls are non-existent, whose audits are, you know, fiction. Um, and, and it must have come to the attention of people like John Brennan and others 
uh, in the head of the former head of the CIA, the former head of the FBI. They must have known how loose and how much of a fraud this Clinton Foundation was, and they must have made a decision that they weren't going to do anything about it. Indeed, they were going to set Barack Obama up mm-hmm. to follow the same path, and Hillary would cover everything up. And then Donald won. Then Trump happened. Right. Yeah, this guy brought her. Uh, I there was a couple articles going around today because people were like, "Well, what?" First of all, uh, the mainstream media is not picking up on this. They're like, "Move on, move on quickly." You know, he didn't say anything about Browder, um, but I, evidently in some closed door meetings, his involving G, Fusion GPS and the dossier, uh, this man's name was brought up fifty something times. Right. In this, um, to, long story short, according to Putin, this guy uh, is a tax cheat on about one point something million dollars from Russia. Billion. Uh, he billions of dollars from Russia. He was uh, convicted in absentia for uh, for nine years, and um, as part of the one point something billion dollars, he funneled four hundred million of it to, to Hillary Clinton. Now, of course, this hasn't been investigated. This hasn't been substantiated because our invest, even though. Our government has known about this. They've been too busy trying to frame President Trump and unseat him with a coup attempt to actually investigate Hillary Clinton and the Clinton Foundation, correct? Yeah, I mean, the double standard here is amazing. I mean, I I, uh, became more involved thinking about these types of issues around the time that the Tea Party came together in 2010 because I saw the gross abuses of Lois Lerner and uh, Eric Holder, the Obama administration, going after patriots who were trying to either form uh, uh, charities or who had them and who were being attacked for the way they may, may have filed their books in the past. You look at the aggressive manner in which they've gone after, the Obama administration went after small charities, but let these Clinton frauds run riot. Mm-hmm. And you, then you ask yourself, who was in charge of the apparatus at this time? Who was in charge of the FBI? It was Bob Mueller. Who missed all the problems? You know, who wrapped up the Russian spy ring only to let them go after like several weeks? In, in in summer uh, in eight years ago in 2010 that was Bob Mueller. Mm-hmm. Um, very same people who missed obvious fraud are now centrally involved trying to set Donald Trump up for a fall here in a, in a in a double standard investigation. The American people see through this. The elites don't see through it. The people in Martha's Vineyard and East Hampton and out in Santa Barbara or wherever they may be in San Francisco. They they you know they think the rest of the Americans are just plain stupid and we're not. No, we know, excuse me for, we're not stupid. We know that there was a pay-for-play scheme going on with the Clinton Foundation. We all know that Hillary Clinton was involved that included selling off how, what percentage of our uranium to Russia. We know that when she was Secretary of State, she worked basically as the business developer for the Silicon Valley of Russia, in which she brought in hundreds of billions of dollars of private investment firms, of which those companies turned right around and gave Bill Clinton speaking fees of $500,000 a pop, and millions and millions of dollars to the Clinton Foundation. We already know that. Judicial Watch found 400 emails. And yet these same people who were, who came out with a phony indictments of 13 Facebook, you know, accounts, that's we're supposed to be hysterical over that. We also have not had our same investigative bodies looking into the fact that they're so concerned about election integrity, the fact that it was illegal for Hillary Clinton to be in charge of the DNC while she was running in a primary. She stole that election. Flat out stole it from Bernie Sanders. So I'm outraged that anybody is acting as though President Trump did the wrong thing because he didn't prop up a completely corrupt FBI and DOJ today. In fact, where is the outrage about the fact that they are so weaponized? They are. This is 
I, I said at the open of my show, the one thing I agree with Hillary Clinton on, Charles, is that she said that the greatest threat that we face is those who won't accept the outcome of a free and fair election. Rush yeah. has a theory that going long term that their plan is if they if they keep losing elections, they're going to come up with some scheme that does not even have elections at some point. Well, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. And I, I asked this simple question. If uh, Rosenstein announced, announced that indictment on Friday, um, what evidence did the grand jury, was the grand jury presented about the state of the DNC server to secure this indictment? That's the first question I would ask. The next thing I'd note is that the very same people across the corporate-owned media who are yelling and screaming even now about the fact that our security services claimed there were weapons of mass destruction, but they weren't there, those very same people are now saying we should accept the yes. conclusions of the security services without questioning them. I yeah. mean, the double standard is just so obvious. And this explains, I think, why your show's getting good ratings and why cable stuff is not – and why nobody reads the New York Times who, has this, who, has a, you know, who isn't getting it for free at this point. Um, and the American people are waking up as well we should. We've got an election coming up. These types of wild ac- accusations of calling for coups, as uh, uh, seems like uh, Comey seems to be doing now, and Brennan's irresponsible comments, these kinds of, of intolerant, wild accusations should scare the living daylights out of anybody who believes it might make sense to let Hillary Clinton and her ilk anywhere near again the levers of power. So they, these people are imploding. They're bringing the Democratic Party down with them. And I hope, based on what I see, that, that the investigations into the Clinton Foundation are proceeding at pace at the IRS, U.S. attorneys, the Postal Service, around the world. Many countries are looking at this. And I think it's going to come together, and I hope and pray that the American people will be much better off in the end for Donald Trump going through the torment that he's being subjected to by this crooked bunch of witch hunters. I'm so glad you mentioned the torment because, you know, the, the, this is a man who's lost a whole lot of money. He could have just bought, you know, a fancy island somewhere and set up, and you know, him and his family and lived a large, fat, happy life. And he did not need to, you know, take on the the torment. That's a great word that he has taken on. And he did it because he truly has a love of country. And he's truly wanting to make this country great again. And so I applaud him today for not going along. He never takes the easy way out. And he showed that again today. He And so... Um, We'll have to see what happens. Um, I, I, I think that, I don't know your opinion on Jeff Sessions, but I think ultimately he's going to need to be replaced to have any, to have any real accountability done. Yeah, I, I think we don't yet. I think Donald Trump's incoming administration was rolled in the beginning by uh, placing Sessions in there. I think Rod Rosenstein long ago should have been recused, and I think he, sh- he deserves to be investigated. Impeachment's not good enough. He needs to be investigated, prosecuted, convicted, incarcerated. He and the rest of these get Trump people who, you know, f- who completely exonerated an actual scandal starting mm-hmm. in January of 2016. The FBI knew, actually they knew by July 10th, 2015, that Hillary Clinton had mishandled classified information. They knew that. Yeah. And, and they let her off the hook. Uh, and then they and they let this Clinton Foundation float off the hook, but the day of reckoning approaches, and that day is November fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. That's the latest day when the Clinton Foundation and all the crooked charities around it can file their tax return for two thousand seventeen. There's, I'll tell you right now, there's no way they can get a clean opinion from an accounting firm. There's no way they could file those forms without committing fraud yet again. 
even as the FBI, the IRS, and other people are investigating them, I predict the Clinton Foundation will be ancient history, perhaps no later than November 15, 2018, and perhaps sooner than that. Wow. Well, Charles Ortel, I hope you're right. I hope your predictions come true. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate Anytime. it. Anytime. Thank you, Andrew. All right. Now, uh, before we take a break, do we have time to, to – we're going to go to the phones real quick. Uh, we've got a minute or so before we got to go to our break, but our caller's been waiting patiently, and I think it's my buddy Chet. Hey, Chet, is that you? It is me, Andrea. Now, I would like to know why what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander. You know, why is it that when the Obama administration interfered with the presidential election in Israel, the MSM were dead silent? We know that it happened. Uh, Bibi Netanyahu came out and said that it happened. We know that Barack Obama was doing that in order to influence more power for Palestine. Why has that been glossed over, and why don't we talk about it more? That's a good point. I tweeted about that on Friday. I was because at, at that point, uh, Ros, Rosenstein set it up for the left, and when he came out with his indictment, his, his press conference, and the left immediately said, President Trump needs to cancel this summit with Putin. And I tweeted out, wait a second, Israel has continued to have relationships with us. Israel, but Benjamin Bibi, continued to meet with Obama even after Obama tried to interfere, literally did interfere. He spent millions of American taxpayers' dollars in his interference, and he continued to meet with us. Um, also, I think it was, this was before my time, but didn't Teddy Kennedy fly over to, to Russia and actually ask, plead on Russia's behalf to interfere somehow in our elections? I think it was in 1980. Might have to Google. Are you familiar with that? I'm pretty sure that was Teddy Kennedy who did that. Yeah, well, that was Ted Kennedy, but Andrea, for us to be as stupid as to think that many uh, countries in power don't influence other elections besides Russia, and maybe they did do something here, but we got to start calling a spade as a spade. This has been going on forever. This isn't the first time, and I'm sure that Russia did play a part not in getting Trump elected, but, you know, putting out these Facebook ads and things like that. But Trump had nothing to do with it. And if he did, Rat Rosenstein, when he released that statement, when Trump was across the pond, would have said it. Here's the deal. We should be operating. I would like to think that right now we got some spooks around the world trying to hack into Russia's system. I would like to think that we are operating on a standpoint of the U.S. government that we're expecting everybody around the world to be trying to hack into our systems and do something about it. Obama was the one in charge. He not only didn't do anything to stop it, he didn't stop. Uh, he didn't do anything to protect our, our cybersecurity systems back after China hacked in and got 40,000 identities of government workers from the GAO. On top of that, suppo- reportedly Susan Rice ordered a stand down of the intelligence operatives looking into uh, Russian election interference. But I still am not convinced that they even did anything, even any meddling. I mean, if all they did was Facebook, then it's crap. What they did, and and I think... um, I think somebody hacked into her system. There was a report going around today, an article, um, that it was possibly Russia, that CrowdStrike had warned, according to Donna Brazil, CrowdStrike, the company that DNC and Hillary hired, CrowdStrike warned them back in the summer of 2016 
that Russia had hacked into the system and that they didn't do anything for a month. They knew it, but they didn't do anything about their system for a month because the primaries were underway and they didn't want to they didn't want to slow down the primary process. So that actually seems plausible to me and that maybe they'd want to hand over the server because it, it would look really bad for them that Hillary Clinton yet again has allowed her systems to be compromised. So my gut is Russia did hack in some way into into her systems, but I, I still don't know that it's it's still small potatoes to me. Final thought? Andrea, Andrea before I go, it, the, the reason Obama did nothing and the reason he said knock it off but didn't really go forward mm-hmm. is because they thought Hillary was going to win. Period. Well, yeah. They thought she was going to win, and then, it, and then it would also be a part of an insurance policy if she didn't. So, and now here we are, right? And so anyway... Uh, uh- That's absolutely right. Thank you, Andrea. Thanks for calling in, Chet. His show is Freedom on Deck, by the way. Don't miss it on Sundays. We're going to take a break. We're running behind. My girl Jen Kearns is going to be here with some actual facts. You Democrats might want to tune in and hear what Trump has actually done about Putin. Was he too soft on Putin? Oh, no. Stay tuned for my girl Jen. She'll set you straight. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the A.V. Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. Call Jackson & Foster Heating & Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson & Foster Heating & Air. Our family, serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. Dennis Prager here. Summer is upon us, and many of you were looking to buy or refinance a home. I'm here with a man I have great respect for, Andy Stike of Purpose Funding. Andy, what's going on in the local housing market? So the interest rates are going up. It's no big secret. We're still finding that we're saving people a lot of money by consolidating debt, paying off student loans, paying off high-interest credit cards. 
we had one person saved 950, another 1100, and one client saved over $1,600 a month. So at Purpose Funding, you help people by saving them money? Yes, that's really our whole purpose. We want to put ourselves in your situation, tell you exactly what we would do if it was us. So AM 1170 listeners, call Purpose Funding now to purchase a new home or refinance. 855-600-7633, 855-600-7633. Purpose Funding, 855-600-7633. Gary number 0186-4104 and last number 273-299. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. Joining me now to give some truth. You know, today everybody's been talking about, oh my gosh, even people like Newt Gingrich, oh, this is the most just egregious, I can't remember how he tweeted it out, the most egregious, biggest mistake president of President Trump's presidency. He must correct it immediately. He's too soft on Putin. Well, here to share the truth about how soft or hard he is on Putin is my girl Jen Kearns from The Hill. Hey, Jen, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks so much. So you've got some actual truth in terms of facts as to uh, whether or not President Trump is being too soft on Putin and Russia, right? Yeah, I sure do. And, you know, just to head this off, look at the people who are criticizing President Trump. I I realize Newt Gingrich is usually a supporter of his. But by and large, Andrea, if you look around, it's the same people who have always critiqued President Trump from within the GOP. People like Corker. Uh, out of Tennessee. It's people like John McCain. It's people like John Kasich. All of those guys out front criticizing Trump. So I take it with a grain of salt. These guys uh, wouldn't have been happy no matter what Trump did today. So I take all that with a grain of salt. But you're right. I did some digging because anytime something like this comes up, I like to get right to the facts like you do. Uh, And I did some digging in, in the record here with the Russia sanctions. And what I found was that President Trump has actually been tougher on Russia in his first 18 months, tougher than Obama was in the entire eight years he was in office. Uh, So even though the left-wing media, they'll never give him credit for it. Uh, President Trump, by and large, has really been tougher on Russia than his predecessor, Barack Obama. And, uh, you know, uh, we all remember it was President Obama who was caught on camera, and Reuters reported this. Reuters is no right-wing media organization, Mm -hmm. but Reuters caught him on camera saying to a Russian leader that he'll have, quote unquote, more flexibility after the election. And that was Barack Obama that said that, not President Trump. Uh, And you look at the fact, fact after fact after fact, case after case after case, it's been President Trump who's actually been tougher on Russia. So uh, I look at the examples here. Just last April, the Trump administration imposed new sanctions on Russia. This was for retaliation for those Facebook ads that the Russian troll farms purchased. Uh, So in April, President Trump came down with some very strict sanctions on seven of Russia's richest individuals and 17 top government officials for their interference in our elections. And these weren't just random people they targeted. The Trump administration went directly after Vladimir Putin's inner circle. Why did he do that? Uh, Because it's like the mob. It's like the mafia. What you want to do is you want to squeeze people where they're going to feel some pain. And if you're a guy like Vladimir Putin and you're propped up by a bunch of rich folks and oligarchs, guess what? When those people aren't happy, you're not going to be in power very much longer. So that's what Trump did here. And uh, was, wait, excuse me for interrupting. I was I, I, well, uh, for a second there. I was thinking you were going to go rated PG on us talking about squeezing where somebody is going to feel pain. 
So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. Everyone talks about, you know, what a tough negotiator Vladimir Putin is. And he is. He's a former KGB agent. I get it. But people forget that Donald Trump has a reputation as well called oh, yeah. Teflon Don. <clears throat> he's been dealing with the mafia for many years here in New York City. And uh, he knows how to operate this, too. So you look at even the sanctions this past spring in April. Uh, they targeted Vladimir Putin's inner circle. Uh, this was uh, about 24 people that they targeted. They prohibited them from ever traveling to the United States ever again. They prohibit them from opening a bank account ever again in the Western Hemisphere. They prevent them from doing business with the West, and they prohibit anyone else to do business with them. So they can't go out and hire marketing firms. They can't go out and hire, you know, Internet troll farms. They can't do business with anybody else. Otherwise, those people also go to jail. So, again, it goes back to that mafia, mm -hmm. mafia rule. And, and these are really the toughest sanctions I've ever seen placed on individuals yeah. who belong to a foreign country outside of maybe Iran and North Korea. Uh, you look even further back at, in Trump's first month in office in January 2017, it was President Trump who upheld the strict sanctions punishing Russia for their annexation of Crimea. That was back in 2004 during the Obama years. So mm -hmm. once again, President Trump is cleaning up the messes of the previous administrations. And, and even Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin was involved in those Russian sanctions. He had a hand in the action. He said there would be no easing of the sanctions, both economic and otherwise, until Russia met its obligations that they agreed to under the 2015 Minsk Agreement. Mm -hmm. That was a ceasefire agreement between Russia and Ukraine. The list goes on and on. At last fall, in August of 2017, President Trump signed a bill that Congress passed that slapped more sanctions on Russia. These were specifically targeted to the country's energy industry and their defense ooh, industry. Ooh. They were so strict. Yeah, they were so strict. In fact, President Trump almost didn't sign the bill uh, because it had a provision in it that those sanctions could never be undone by executive order by a president. So it really limited President Trump's power. But in a show of good faith, he moved forward in August of 2017 and signed those additional sanctions. And the list goes on and on. I won't go too deeply into the rest, but it was President Trump, not Obama, who ordered yeah. the closure of Russian diplomatic properties in San Francisco, Washington, D.C., New York City, and even Seattle. They closed a Russian consulate there. Wow. Uh, boy, it, the list really goes on and on. How the left can actually say that President Trump has not been tough on Russia tells me that they're not looking at the facts because they simply as usual, don't want to. Well, and it's not even just the Democrats, but I'm hearing this. you go on with this really well-laid-out uh, list of facts about all the different ways that President Trump has been so tough on Putin. And I'm thinking about little Marco and others who were coming out today talking about how, you know, they've got to immediately get, get together in some panic to put together some kind of legislation to make, you know, it sanctions, to come up with sanctions in different ways to be tough on Putin. And it's like, we already have every, everything that you just laid out. How much more can we actually do or President Trump do? I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's, it's just mind-blowing. It's mind-numbingly crazy, yeah. the criticisms of him. It's like, I don't care whether or not the words he used, whether or not they were as tough on... I care about actions. I am so tired of um, barking and, and no biting. So President Trump, he's he's action, he's a doer. you got to look at his actions right. versus what he said. And when you're talking about the mafia, I think back on this press conference today, and I think he was more Michael. You know, Michael was saw, saw, yeah. it, from the Corleone. Yeah. That's who he was today. <laughs> you, you know, they were right. looking. They, you know, they, they were looking for him to come out and be sunny, 
But that would, but actually, if he had been sunny today, that would have been what they criticized because they they did not want him to be, or they didn't want him to be soft at all. They didn't want him to be. They wanted him to be genteel. They want Trump to be right. uh, to be more Michael and less sunny. They criticized him for being sunny, and then when he goes Michael, they're criticizing him. Right. I mean, the guy can't win for losing here. Like, uh, you know, uh, for a year now, well, actually more than a year, since he announced in June of 2015, uh, going on three years now, all we've heard about is how undiplomatic President Trump is, how, you know, boy, they're afraid he's yeah. going to set off World War Three, or they're afraid of his diplomacy. They're afraid he's going to, you know, be the bull in the China shop when he goes to another country. Well, guess what? He goes over there and he shows some diplomacy and he says that he had a tough conversation behind closed doors with Vladimir Putin. But then out front, he's going to be a bit more diplomatic. That's sure enough what he did. And boy, he gets criticized for that. So the guy can't win for losing. He he really can't. And it just goes to show you that you can't ever please the left. I mean, Chuck Schumer already had his his remarks written uh, in response to the press conference, before the press conference was even over, he was already standing at the podium, <laughs> just, just like uh, they did to give his remarks, just like they yeah, did with just, the SCOTUS nominee. He, he... <laughs> exactly, exactly right. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it's really unbelievable. It is. I mean, they expect what did they think he was supposed to do? Come out and give you know Putin a wedgie, you know, or, or give him a thumb flick <laughs> to the forehead? I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. Um, you know. Uh, we, it, President Trump ha, is trying some things differently than was done in the past. And, you know, he, he's, his actions are, as you well laid out, um, really prove that his actions show how tough he is. But he's also trying to, you know, get the relationship back on better terms uh, that it's been in a while. You've got all this in, that you laid out here coming in your article. Yep, it's up at The Hill right now, in fact, uh, The Hill, and they can follow me at Jen Kearns USA on Twitter. Well, I hope everybody goes there. Go to The Hill, retweet that article. We need to do what the mainstream media is refusing to do and get the facts out about what President Trump has actually done since he's been office regarding uh, Russia in sanctions and being tough on them. Jen Kearns, thank you so much for all your hard work. Thanks, Andrea. All right. Now, stay tuned. We're going to take a little skinny, tiny little break, and we come back. We're going to shift gears right back here to home in San Diego because we got our own little Putin kind of dude here coming up with some crazy regulations and police state over homeowners, as well as a sad story um, about illegals and why we need to seal our borders. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Walgreens has good news for anyone managing diabetes. We've got your back. That's right. Walgreens pharmacists are here to consult with you in person and answer any questions you may have about new and existing medications. You can even get free advice from our trusted experts day and night at Walgreens.com or the mobile app. Walgreens has all major brands of diabetes testing supplies like OneTouch and Walgreens TrueMetrics. That's not just good news. It's great news. Stop by and talk to your Walgreens pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Gotta get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. Don't you wish you could choose your own monthly mortgage payments? If you're 62 years or older and have sufficient equity or own your home free and clear, a reverse mortgage loan may be the most powerful tool for your financial planning. With your current mortgage, in case of any emergencies or business opportunities, you may not be in the best financial position to make a move. With a reverse mortgage, eliminate your mortgage payments and receive cash or a large line of credit. With a bigger down payment, you can even purchase a home with a reverse mortgage, which is much easier to qualify for since there are no mortgage payments. Sometimes you can even qualify with just your social security income. To learn more, visit our website at aramco.biz where you can ask questions, request more information, or sign up for our next workshop. Call Aramco at 866-600-1130. That's 866-600-1130 or visit aramco.biz. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626, NMLS 27716. Not all borrowers qualify. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. Most solar companies try to sell you a leased solar system. The owner of your system, the solar company, keeps your 30% federal tax credit and they don't pass a refund back to you. In fact, their prices remain just as high. My name is Jesse Keegan, owner of Keegan Electric Solar. Most lease systems are too small, so you're still paying the power company and your lease every month. When you own it, you get to use a 30% tax credit. Keegan Electric Solar is a veteran-owned company with an A-plus rating with the BBB. When you call Keegan Electric Solar at 619-742-8376, you deal with me directly. From start to finish, a licensed electrical contractor. Don't allow these large solar companies to keep your tax break. I'm offering a $2,000 off electrical panel upgrade or a $2,000 credit towards a purchase of your system. Visit KeeganElectricSolar.com or call 619-742-8376 to talk with me today. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Uh, the Our local DA here. 
just uh, won an election. Actually, she, after our previous DA, uh, left the office. Summer Stefan assumed the position, was appointed the position, and then she just uh, won an election. Her husband uh, is the activist judge Dana Sabra, who is the federal judge making news tonight, who halted. President Trump, the, the deportation of illegal aliens in a completely disgusting display of activism. Our courts have been weaponized, as we've talked to you about. This uh, action by this local uh, activist judge is uh, on the same day that we get the news that an illegal alien beheaded a 13, you heard me right, beheaded a 13-year-old special needs girl who witnessed her grandmother's murder in Huntsville, Alabama. This is what is coming into our country beheaded her with a knife. Grandmother evidently uh, was uh, working with, involved with the Mexico-based Sinaloa cartel, and uh, the uh, illegal in question, as well as another uh, Mexican national, uh, thought that uh, she was possibly setting them up. And so they decided that they were going to murder the grandmother because the 13-year-old special needs daughter, granddaughter, witnessed it. They decided to take her into the woods and cut off her head with a knife. This is who the Democrats are protecting. We must build the wall. We must do something to enforce our immigration laws. And this is what President Trump is trying to do to keep us safe. Uh, Another story out of San Diego today, huge heated debate at the San Diego City Council. A lot of complaints have been going on across different neighborhoods in San Diego. A lot of homeowners saying they object to vacation rentals happening in their neighborhood. The objections are usually that there's too much partying going on with these short-term Um, renters and that it's somehow hurting the neighborhoods. My argument to that is if you're a homeowner, I ought to be able to, if I can rent out a room in my home or rent out my home, why am I not allowed, if I'm allowed to rent it out for a year, why am I not allowed to rent it out for a day? Who who gets to decide when I can rent it out? And you know what? I got to tell you that some of the worst behavior I've seen have been local homeowners in my neighborhood, not their renters. So anyway, this has supposedly gotten to be such a problem for San Diego that our illustrious mayor decided to chime in with some new regulations. Yes, he's a Republican, by the way. Uh, His uh, bill, his regulations include mandatory licensing, a, quote, good neighbor policy, and fees to fund code compliance and affordable housing projects. Affordable housing projects? That's not in any, if you see any of the commercials that are being paid for by the hotel Commission here in San Diego, by the way, against vacation rentals. It's all about keeping our neighborhoods neighborly. What does that have to do with affordable housing? This is nothing but a a pickpocketing scheme on behalf of a Republican who's not supposed to be overregulating us. And it's also going to involve not only uh, transient occupancy taxes and permit fees, it's going to end up with compliance and police officers working nights and weekends imposing warnings and citations of between $500 and $1,000. As well as the fact that it, any any rentals are going to be a minimum of three nights. The regulations are completely arbitrary. This will not solve any problem that any neighborhood has complained about. This is nothing but a big government police state scheme to remove property rights from property owners. If I had known in advance that that city council meeting was going to be taking place, I would have been down there screaming too. This is ridiculous. We don't own property anymore. We, we stopped owning property when we have to pay property taxes. And if you don't pay your taxes on time, they come and seize your property. This is ridiculous that we've got a Republican mayor uh, in, in charge of this. Now, supposedly, 
uh, Mission Beach was supposed to be excluded from this because there are like 15,000 or some type of rentals because it's a beach community. Why should you not? If you've got a high-end piece of property down at the beach, why should you not be able to profit off of it? But then he decided to remove the exclusion for Mission Beach, which I think they have something like 15,000 rentals. So many, so many people actually invested in Mission Beach and some of the coastal areas before, and they would rent them out to students or do summer rentals. Summer rentals have been going on since the existence of, of Mission Beach. So if you could rent out for the summer, somebody can't rent out their property for three nights or one night? This is ridiculous. So I, I, uh, we're going to stay on top of this one. AK just might be at the next city council meeting. I tell you where I'm not going to be is here tomorrow night. I'm taking the night off. I've actually got a commercial video shoot, but stay tuned because my brother Ed Martin will be here filling in for me. DJ Carrot Sticks will be here. Love you all. Have a great night, everybody. Follow me on Twitter and Facebook and send me messages on AndreaKShow.com. Tell me what's on your mind. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.